I feel like that was my best review of anything I've watched ever on this podcast. It was great. Usually I'm just like, yeah, so this movie was great and everybody should watch it. <laughs> watch us, like, find out that Sophia has, like, was just reading off of a prompter. She, like, <laughs> practiced it five times before we started. <laughs> I actually script everything I say for this podcast. I literally, like, Nikita is going to talk about her week. Part of the script is, like, we casually act like we don't know what we're going to talk about. It's like, let <laughs> me think about yeah. it. All of our ums are scripted. <laughs> So in this episode, we'll be discussing what happened with our weeks, any updates we have on Bachelor Nation, um, the beginning of the episode with Anna and Victoria going home, Rachel's one-on-one, the group farm date, um, Kit's one-on-one, and finally, the drama happening between Jasenia and MJ. Welcome back, everybody. Um, We're so happy to have you all back for another episode. Um, The episodes just keep getting crazier. So I feel like we've got a lot to talk about, so let's jump right in. Um, but first, let me hear about your guys' weeks. What, how, how have they been? Um, I've been pretty good. Oh, the one new thing in my life is, you know how, I have, you know how obviously everyone's obsessed with like the stock market and GameStop and Reddit and whatnot? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was inspired by Reddit, and so I decided to get a Reddit. Not to invest, but I decided to get a Reddit, because I'm not going crazy here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly decides to get a Reddit, not actually invest. That's what I thought she was going to say. No, I'm too young to be, like, financially, like, sound. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't commit to doing something like that. So I got another social media platform instead. We got to start you on with the credit card first, yeah. and then we'll get on to it. I love that. Maybe when I'm 40. Um, but I'm not going to lie, I don't really get how to use it. And I'm very confused all the time. And there's so many different mechanics to it that I really just get, I don't know. But I also kind of like it because the only, I guess, like, there are community rooms or, like, or like sub, what's it called? Like, a subreddit or sub chat. I don't even know. But the only, like, main rooms I'm a part of are Survivor and Bachelor. That's it. <laughs> so I literally just... Of course. I just, like, keep scrolling through my feeds and, like, I posted my first Reddit. Oh my gosh, you did? I was so scared because I was, like, what if, like, you know, Reddit's one of those things where, like, if you have, like, a stupid, like, opinion or thought, like, you get downvoted and then you get immediately get canceled. Like, your comment gets taken off of the app if you have too many <laughs> downvotes. So I literally put out, oh, I put out this, like, question. And I was, like, what are your guys' thoughts on Cochran from Survivor? Because I, like, low-key don't like him. Um, and I wanted other people to bash him with me, and then everybody in the comments were like, we love him, he's our king, and I was like, oh my god, me too, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to fit in with these people I don't even know. How was your weekend, Nikita? Um, you wanna know, okay, this isn't, I don't really have anything interesting to say, but I do have a realization, mm. is that, um, a lot of my friends know that I do this podcast with you guys, and so, like, they know that I'm into The Bachelor, and for some reason, like, every time I talk to a friend who's not, like, us three, (laughs) they're always like, so, like, how's The Bachelor podcast going? Like, how was the last episode? And I'm like, 
I, I've already talked about The Bachelor for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, exactly. And I've spent another two and a half hours, like, watching the show. Like, I don't, I really don't want to talk about it. And it'll happen, like, like, it happened the other day with, um, like, one of our, our mutual college friends. And then it happened with um, one of my friends from my other friends from college, every time I call her, she asks me, like, oh, how's the podcast going? Like, how was the last episode? Like, give me all the deets. And I'm like, no, I really <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> no, that's such a real thing. I've already said everything I feel like I need to say. Like, let's never talk know, about exactly. it again until next week. <laughs> it's literally, like, this is why we have the podcast, is to, like, talk about it. <laughs> and then after we, like, it, like, go through every single detail of, you know, of the episode, I just feel like I don't want to talk about anymore so if anyone out there's listening who's my friend please don't ask me about bachelor (laughs) next time what you should do is just like when you're on the phone put on the last episode and just hold your phone up to the speaker (laughs) and just don't say anything (laughs) it's so funny because i don't want the bachelor to be my brand like this is something fun to do on the side but i'm like don't bring all of your bachelor questions to me. If they have something like int- very like a very specific interesting question, like that's fine. It's more so when it's like a general thing. Yeah. Like how is the last episode? Was there any drama? Like of course there was drama. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, did anybody get a rose? And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> what about you, Sophia? How was your weekend? When I have been on a shredding paper streak, I just have. I have so much random paper in my room for, like, when I was, like, in school and stuff that I just never happened to, like, recycle. So, this past weekend, I could literally very easily just throw these papers away, but we got a new shredder. So, it's like, <laughs> we take this for a spin. So, I have shredded, like, two full bags of just random papers from, like, I don't know, my math homework back in the day. Um... <laughs> And I have found that it is so soothing. I don't know why. I, I truly cannot explain to you. I think it's just because it's, like, so, like, mind-numbing and you kind of just, you know, go one after the other. Yeah. So that, that sounds so boring. <laughs> but I feel like my only other update is I really, last year, I think Zac Efron's show called Down to Earth premiered on Netflix, mm-hmm. which I was obsessed with when it came out. I thought it was just so fascinating. Um, for those who haven't seen the show, it's basically... He goes from place to place, looking at sustainability, looking at how natural disasters affect the people there and the environment there, and about what we can be doing better to help the environment around us. Um, and I just think that it's a really cool combination of putting Zac Efron, who you wouldn't think would do that kind of a show, with that kind of a show that I find really interesting, involving travel and sustainability and all these different topics. And I started re-watching it last week, and I was like, I need some serotonin. And a lot of it is very sobering and sad, but it is I think it's great that it's being given a platform, especially on a big platform like Netflix. So I've really enjoyed watching that again, and I would really, really recommend that to literally anybody that asks. Um, So that was all I really had this past week. But anyways, why don't we get into what's happened this past week in Bachelor Nation? Because again, we say it all the time, but there's never a moment of rest with Bachelor Nation. (laughs) So... I feel like you guys can give the update better than I could about the Dylan tweeting situation, so go for it. Okay, I'll just give a little update on what happened then. So Dylan had Dylan Barber from um, Hannah B's season, mm-hmm. he who's engaged to Hannah G. Right. 
uh, he tweeted out just some, I, I don't know what happened, but he was like, I feel like canceling Bachelor, so, you know, give me your questions and I'll answer them. And so, uh, see, people were tweeting stuff out. None of, most of them weren't, like, very surprising. They were, like, all kind of general answers. Um, the most surprising ones were, I forget the question, but it was something about, like, how he believed that the producers screwed Jed over mm-hmm. um, from Hannah B's season. And I think that was honestly the only surprising thing. Everything else was pretty general. Yeah. Um, and then actually Jed had responded to that and said that he had more to talk about with the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and supposedly that news is supposed to come out today. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen anything. CNN um, not broken the story. <laughs> <laughs> I think only Wall Street Journal has it, but, you know. <laughs> he just said, basically, this is just a headline, but he said that he was highly manipulated and deeply mentally affected from the show and that he never cheated ever on Haley, his ex-girlfriend, or Hannah. I think he's starting a podcast to discuss it. He said he's going to do, like, a podcast episode about it. And that, that didn't come out yet? I don't think so. Well, basically, yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing like super, super interesting. But oh, um, the question that a fan had asked Dylan was, "Who from your season do you feel got the most screwed over by production?" And he had responded, "Jed." Um, and I think his other thing, he had implied something about the way that they screwed over Heather, um, which is something I think is interesting. Like we can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, I think he was just mad at how they handled, like, how they're coming on to Matt James this season, and she'll come on next week. Also, I did, I read that the reason why Dylan was mad is because him and Hannah G are, like, talking about a deal with ABC to uh, televise their wedding, and they had said <laughs> no to some of their deal points, and so I heard, like, that's a reason why he, like, went on this huge, like, sperm against ABC and Bachelor. Wait, did you just say sperm? Spurn? Isn't that a word? I think it's sperm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never used it, heard that word used in that context. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Could you imagine? I was <laughs> if I just casually put that in. I'm so sorry. I just derailed you. Continue. I was gonna say. I think it's a little funny that he's like, after all of these years, now he's like, screw the Bachelor. Because they didn't agree to my televised <laughs> wedding deal points. And I'm like, but what about all the other issues? Yeah, this is what I was going to say. Is, of course, if you feel like you need to talk about something, go for it. Especially if you want to talk about something that you believe is wrong about the franchise, of course. I just want to see this energy that he has suddenly towards, like, calling out The Bachelor towards other forms of things happening in this world because I mean I don't it's just like I could be wrong because I don't follow him but I feel like he's really silent about anything else happening in the world and then all of a sudden this comes out and I'm like let's also put that energy elsewhere Dylan yeah seriously those are just my thoughts where is he when all those like women contestants are like consistently getting bullied and like told to die and he's just like yeah. oh la, da, 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 da. like nothing for me but, like, now he's, yeah. like, Jed got screwed over by the edit. Well, I'm like, you know what? All of the women get screwed over in so many other ways, including oh, yeah. their edits. So, like, let's calm down a little bit. And then also, like, he's definitely not getting a televised wedding now. No, <laughs> not no. At all. And it's also, 
also just like talk about things and be vocal about things that don't personally affect you, especially if you have a platform. I was surprised that Hannah G didn't say anything about his uh, tweet tirade. She she like kind of did. She posted something on her Instagram story that was oh, yeah. like, you know, after dealing with Dylan's <laughs> Twitter rant, here are some movies I'm watching. Here are some like movies. she so she she like indirectly kind of responded in like a passive aggressive way. <laughs> she's she still wants that televised wedding and she's doing damage control. <laughs> she's like. Uh... <laughs> She's like, oh, haha, silly Dylan. He just had, like, too many drinks tonight. Like, we're deleting his Twitter. Silly Dilly. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm in contact with the ABC producers to formally apologize. <laughs> Her notes app apology is coming. Within yeah. days. <laughs> well, anyways, why don't we get into the episode? First, I feel like the biggest thing that happened at the very, very beginning was about um, Victoria and Anna going home and kind of them being called out for their actions. So I'm wondering what you guys thought about all that. My initial reaction when watching it was I was kind of mad that all of these women were like, what? What do you mean the house is toxic? Like, I had no clue. Like, I was a victim in this just like you. Like, I just did not know what was going on. And I'm like, okay. Like, all of you were, pretty much all of you were involved in at least one group date or group conversation that was completely toxic and ridiculous. So if you didn't think those conversations were wrong, then you're crazy. Because just as a viewer watching it, I was like, okay, these people are being like very harsh, mean, bullying. Like I totally agreed. And so to be there and experience those conversations and not feel that like there's bullying toxicity in the house, I was just like, y'all are crazy like there's no way um yeah no I totally agree I was pretty surprised I feel like even the people that didn't feel that were kind of like sideline on the drama like Chelsea and like I'm trying to think of other examples but Serena P yeah Serena P um the people who like would would make comments but like weren't shown as like you know Mm -hmm. as part of like the plastic trio um but yeah even them like them just being oblivious to the toxicity Mm -hmm. just seemed really strange especially because like I felt like more and more was coming out like them using the the terms like varsity and jv to Mm -hmm. refer to like the new girls coming in and like and like when it came out that Victoria had called Ryan a hoe. Like, just, like, things that, like, just, I feel like are blatantly not okay. Yeah. And to not realize that that's not okay. I, like, I do understand that I think sometimes we, sometimes when you're so used to something, you might not, like, you might overlook something that's, like, um, negative or, like, uh, kind of, like, rude if it's not happening to you. Like, I feel like I can understand that. But when it's happening to, like, that extent, it's, I don't know. It's with some, especially with someone like Victoria leading it. Yeah. She's not subtle. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not, like, a little dig that you might, you know, you might have overlooked. It's, like, very in your face. Right. Um, so. And it, I think something that also kind of surprised me is that I feel like when there's a villain, everybody teams up against them. So, like, Luke on Hannah B season, like, everyone was so happy when when Luke got sent home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, and just, like, in the case of, like, other villains. But, like, I feel like with 
in this case, it felt like people were on, like, people were trying to get Anna, this is bringing up, um, when Matt took Anna aside to talk about the Britney drama, mm-hmm. people were, like, encouraging her and, like, telling her what to say to, like, mm-hmm. resolve the drama. Yeah. And, which, which, and, like, nobody was, like, rooting for her to leave, and that's what I thought was, I don't know, like, very, very different fr- with this season compared to others. Yeah. What I, what I do find interesting is I think some women did call it out. It might have been edited out, which we'll see later with Jasenia and the MJ situation that goes down. But I want to get into Anna a little bit more because I know I said this last week or something similar. I mean, but we all know this. Sex work is so largely stigmatized in our society that Anna saying this without knowing on national television will have repercussions for Anna because it isn't true. Brittany said to herself it wasn't true. And she was so surprised that what she said had such a strong consequence of her going home, when in reality, that was exactly what should have happened, you know? Yeah. And as for Victoria, I mean, I think we all saw that coming. And is she... Even when she was leaving, she was still being pretty harsh to the other women, which I don't think is okay at all. Um... And even at the end when she left, she was like, Matt, you're not you're not getting a goodbye from me. I know. Oh my gosh. That exit, I was like, that is the most freaking Victoria exit I've ever seen. If I've seen a Victoria exit. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> she's not one to go down quietly. Like she will stir up a ruckus. No. <laughs> I had such secondhand embarrassment watching that. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And just the way that he stared at her, I was like, that is so funny because like what do you say <laughs> yeah, like, literally what do you say I think he did handle the whole situation well I think he saw how yeah. much it affected Brittany and how much it was affecting some of the women in the house just he's he kept saying he wanted to create a safe space for them which I really liked so I, I really liked how he did send the women that he thought and he saw were causing a lot of the big problems home yeah and I feel like with Anna like, the way they edited her exit, they were trying to make you kind of feel bad for her in the in a sense of, like, oh, she just had one slip of a tongue and, like, now yeah. it's ruining her life and she's crying and, she like, did she deserve this? And I was just sitting there, like, of course she deserved it. Like, what? Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. just, like, also, it wasn't just a slip of a tongue. Like, she was already, like, berating other women to begin with. And then just, yeah, to spread, like, a a fake rumor off of, like, something you heard from a friend of a friend or whatever about a woman being an escort, like, are you, are you stupid? Like, you have to know, like, how serious of a comment and rumor that is. It's not like she just told one person and was like, don't tell anyone because I'm not sure. She was like, let's tell everyone in the house. He, he, he. So, I'm like, you obviously knew what you were doing, and it wasn't an accident. It was very purposeful. So, I'm sorry, Bachelor producers and editors, but I did not feel bad for that girl whatsoever i am glad that's like the purging is beginning to happen obviously he we haven't like purged out everyone yet there's still like mj out there there's still serena c out there um but i do feel like we are on the right path now (laughs) (laughs) true and i feel like when um i feel like when Victoria was trying to, like, be like, Katie's fake, like, she's making all this stuff up, I was like, you're insane. I know. 
I kept thinking she was going to come back, though. Like, literally the entire episode, I was like, oh, is it Victoria? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I thought was just so crazy? That as soon as they saw Anna go home, mm-hmm. so many of them started to be like, oh my god, I'm oh my so god. sorry. You know I was kidding. And yeah. I was like, this should have been done days ago. Or this shouldn't have been said in the first place. And Oh my gosh, Victoria apologizing for taking... Catalina's crown was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, are you serious? It looked like it hurt her to say. <laughs> I know. And it was, it was arguably, like, one of the things Victoria did that, like, was the least worthy of apology. I'm like, I can think of, like, 19 yeah. other things you should be apologizing for. Like, this is very low on the list. But anyways, I think the moral of this first part of the episode that we saw is that actions have consequences and words have weight. And were you surprised that he kept Anjay even though he heard stuff about her? Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like because maybe the women, more women came out against Anna and Victoria, I feel like it kind of made sense because honestly, they were kind of the ringleaders and then MJ and Serena C were like their little puppets. And Kit. Oh yeah, and Kit. So I was kind of just like, I see why he dealt with them first. And then sort of move down the list, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's he didn't say anything to Kit, so I don't. Maybe her name didn't come up at all, but I feel like I mean, she was like Victoria's best friend, other than Anna, you know. Yeah, she was. I was surprised by that. I wonder if it's because Kit, Kit's strongest reaction was to Sarah, and since Sarah wasn't there to be like Kit, also antagonize mm-hmm. me. Like, I wonder if that one kind of just like slipped under the radar. But that is a good point. That you brought up, Nikita, of how Victoria and Anna went home that night. But it seemed like some people did say things about MJ as well. So I wonder why. Unless the things about her were brought up maybe like a day after or something. Um, But that's an interesting point. And I think realistically, obviously I don't know what's going to happen next week. But I think she might be going home then. Um, Well, I guess moving on. What did you guys think of the one-on-one date with Miss Rachel? Can I give you guys just some more of my thoughts on the conversation that we started last week? (laughs) Because it seems like there is just something new coming out every day. Um, And she's gotten so much screen time this week that I do want to dive deeper into that. But before we even get into Rachel, I just want to say what I also believe is that I do believe people can grow and learn and change for the better. But with that said, I just want to get into Rachel a little bit because... With the sheer amount of things coming out against her involving, like, racism and bullying, combined with the conspiracy theories that she's sharing on her socials, conspiracy theories that have only been around for a few years, further combined by her react- the reactions we're getting from her friends and family, like, backing her up very strongly, I think says a lot about who she is. And I guess at the end of the day, my opinion on this doesn't really matter, I think what really matters is the people she's hurt slash the fact that she has this massive platform now, you know, and I think she needs to make this massively substantial change now that she has this platform and she should have done this years ago. Um, For the sake of Matt and for the sake of the millions of people watching her on national television and just for the sake of like the betterment of our society and the people she's hurt. And again, she chose to go on this show, so she knew the platform that she was getting. So I feel like we have to hold her accountable, you know? And like, with all of that said, sorry, that was a little bit of a rant. Um, 
I feel like watching it, I just had no interest in following her, quote, journey for love, like, with such strong accusations and, like, things coming out against her, you know? No, I mean, I agree, and I feel like Nikita said this last time, like, it's not like she, like, said or did these things when she was, like, 12 and she just joined social media and didn't know any better. She's, like, she's, what, 23, 24, and a lot of these things that are coming up are from, like, just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, not like it's been, like, she's had a, a lot of time to even, like, go through personal growth and change because these actions just happened, like, maybe, like, a year or two or three ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I'll say about her is I feel like we've, we kind of, like, went into her last week, but I just want to hear, like, I don't know, I'm just curious as to what, like, she's going to say about it. Yeah. Um, and like, how the show's going to address it after the show ends, because, I mean, there's a good chance that she might win this thing. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't really know, like, what to think. I just feel like, I just want to know, like, what she has to say and, like, how Matt responds. A hundred percent. I'm honestly kind of surprised that she hasn't addressed it yet. (laughs) Like, at all. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering, like, the show probably isn't letting her. No, she's definitely allowed to, because I remember, like... If, if anything of accusations from past contestants that have gone on like after their seasons have filmed and like whatever as long like they have like spoken against like accusations towards them like after like before the finale had been ended but like or as long as they don't spoil who wins or like what place they are mm-hmm. they can like talk about the accusations like i'm pretty sure for Becca and Garrett when he started all his old tweets resurfaced before the show ended he commented on them and said like I'm learning I'm growing blah blah that ended up not being entirely true but like he made like he made social media statuses being like I have changed since then right what I thought was that you couldn't talk about the show so I am very surprised um so what I was gonna say is that I know that Jed on Hannah B's season, he kind of released released a li- a couple sentences just being like, I'll explain after the show ends. Um, and just to kind of like hold people off. Um, I guess what I'm curious is like, maybe she's just figuring, like Jed said that because he was figuring things out with Hannah. I'm wondering if maybe Rachel's figuring things out with Matt. Um, I don't know if that's true because Matt keeps saying he's engaged. So we'll see. Um, Because he's like, I'm going to come back with my fiancé. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I feel like we don't have that much longer of the show left. We're about halfway through, so. Yeah, they said they're halfway through, which I was very shocked by. Um, Which I thought it literally just started. That's what it felt like. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm interested to see... Matt and Rachel do their post interviews because I do think Rachel wins like a hundred, especially after her one on one date, and just the way she they, she was edited in the beginning of the show. Like I think she's a hundred percent, like she's won the show. I think they're engaged, so I'm interested to see like how they'll address it together because now it's not just like her. You know what I mean? Now it's not just affecting her. Like, it's also going to be his problem. It's going to be part of his reputation. So I I really wonder how they're going to handle it together. I can see why she wins just because he was so quick to say, like, I'm falling in love with you. And that just felt like it came out of left field. (laughs) And he hasn't really expressed that to anyone else. Um, I have, like, her and Michelle in my top two right now. And 
I could see them switching. Uh, right now I have Rachel winning. I could see them switching, and I really hope they do. But <laughs> unfortunately at this point, I've got Rachel as number one and Michelle as number two. Um, I just want to talk about the, like, actual shopping date itself real quick. I, when they, I remember watching it and being like, this does not seem like a fun date. I don't know why they do it. Like, I know it's kind of cool that you get to keep the clothes after, but, like, I feel like it can't be that fun for a guy just to sit there and, like, watch someone else try on clothes. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. I just, even as, like, if I was, like, the girl, I would rather do something, like, an experience, like, I don't know, like a helicopter ride or, some, you know, something that's some of the more, like, active dates that some of the other girls have done. Yeah. Oh, I for sure would rather do an experience. I just think it's more fun. You get to know the person more, I think. The clothes just feel, I don't know. It feels like, I think it just feels very, like, superficial to me. So maybe that's what, like, rubs me the wrong way about it. Because you know the girl gets to, like, keep all the clothes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, like, if that was me, I wouldn't mind. Because <laughs> I'd be like, those clothes are yeah. expensive. Like, it's not like she's going to Gap. Like, they're going to, like, high-end stores. She got red bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but here's my thing, is if I was on the date, I wouldn't go back to the rest of the group and, like, show off all my stuff. I just, I, I personally wouldn't do that, and who knows if the producers were like, hey, go do this. But I feel yeah. like, I, I would feel a little bit bad about being so showy about it. Yeah, I'm sure they purposely are like, now go into the main room where everybody's waiting for you. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they had her walk in. Like, I'm sure they positioned the girls. So, like, when she walked in, they would see her, you know? Yeah. Well, do you guys want to move on and talk about the uh, good old farm date? <laughs> yeah. I actually loved it. <laughs> I thought it was so, I thought it was funny, one. But I also thought it was kind of cute. But I thought it was one of the cuter dates we've seen. I actually really didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> that's, and that's with the caveat that my grandpa also owns a farm. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just thought, like, if I were on a group date and the one-on-one -on -one girl got to go shopping and I had to, like, <laughs> work on a farm, I think I would be pretty pissed off. But it's, but it's an experience, it's you know? Like, <laughs> I know. It's just, like, I don't know. I Maybe I was watching it and I was like, this is not... If I went on The Bachelor, that is not what I would sign up. That You know, like, you kind of, you, you feel like you're signing up for something that's more, like... Um, like, glamorous? Like, high-end. Yeah, glamorous and, like, exciting. <laughs> and then sometimes they just throw one at you that's like, you're gonna go work on a farm for a day. <laughs> Have fun! <laughs> um, but I did hear on, um, I heard on, like, a different Bachelor YouTube channel that, um... The Bachelor franchise is notorious for, like, trying to get their group dates for free a lot of times in um, in exchange for free marketing. And so a lot of times, like, when they go to these different countries, they'll just, like, try to, like, they'll try to scope out, like, a free group date. <laughs> and this was probably one of those cases where they're, like, for free manual labor, yes, you can film us and do your group date here. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that when it's like the spa dates and stuff like group dates and stuff like that I'm like oh yeah like you need like it, it benefits both places or if it's like a vineyard or something I'm like again like people can travel there probably benefits both cases but yeah like I feel like a random ass farm in the middle of Pennsylvania is like not concerned <laughs> I mean they also just so clearly have the money 
to pay for things like that? Like, why are they trying to get it for free? I feel like it can get expensive. I mean, they have, like, budget costs and stuff. Because, like, even, like, they make the girls live in, like, bunk beds and stuff. Like, they are not spending a lot of money on these <laughs> girls. <laughs> and they have to, like, cook their own food and, like, you know. Um, and I feel like that that way they can, like, allocate more costs to, like, those more glamorous one-on-one dates. Yeah. See, but why don't they, you know, cut a quarter of the shopping date budget and literally put that in anything else? Did she really need red bottoms? <laughs> she really needed those. <laughs> Did anything else happen with that date? Um, the only interesting thing to know is that Abigail finally got some screen time mm-hmm. after literally being, like, in the back um, for, like, most of the season. And then... Um, like, I really like how they connected on being raised in, like, single family home mm-hmm. households. Um, and then, and then yeah, and then she got the group date rose. Which, I wasn't shocked that she got the rose, but it does kind of feel like he's not really into her anymore. Or, like, as much, you know? Because um, it was so strong when it started. And I'm curious, like, if he gave her that first rose, like, why he didn't want her on a one-on-one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I, like, honestly feel like Abigail's gonna go soon, unfortunately. Not saying, like, like, in, you know, not saying, like, next week, but, like, I feel like she might go soon. I mean, I still think she'll be at, like, at least top six. Like, I don't think she'll, like, yeah, I don't think she'll fall below top six. Like, I still think she is, like, I st- I don't know. I still feel like they have a good connection. I don't think she'll win, but like I think she she has a good connection. Like she is very open and vulnerable, especially during that group date. So I feel like he'll I feel like he'll keep her around till at least top six. Yeah. See, my only thing is I have other girls. Ab- I have six other girls above. <laughs> oh really? Like, yeah. Like I mean, I've got Rachel, Brie, Michelle, Serena P. I've got Piper above her. Piper? Well, Piper's getting the the one-on-one next week. So, I don't think Piper's um, making it that far. You don't think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got Piper, and then I, like, I honestly think, like, Kit has a really good shot of getting the top six. And, and Chelsea. Um, I do think, I still think, though, that he's really into Abigail from what I saw. I, it seemed like they really hit it off. Um, when they were talking during the farm date. So I still think mm-hmm. she'll hit, I, st- I still think she'll go far, but I do think, I think I was saying she'd be in the top two. I don't think that anymore because I think she does have some hesitations that I don't think can be solved with one conversation. So I don't, I still don't know. I really don't know who my top six are. It's probably because I haven't put too much thought into it. I will say, though, I feel like screen time doesn't always equate to how far they go. Because, like, I mean, look at Rachel. Screen time-wise, before this episode, she maybe had 30 seconds to a minute. And yet, Matt had already said that he's falling in love with her. So, like... See, I disagree with that. I think she gets she got a lot of screen time. Rachel? They, like, never showed her. But she had a lot of, like, little, like, quips and, like... Things that, even when she, like, wasn't a part of something, she would, like, they would insert a clip of her saying something. Really? I didn't get that vibe at all. Like, I really think they hid her away until she find. Mostly because I think they were trying to edit her out of the drama so she didn't come off as bad. Yeah. But I really feel like they didn't, like, try. they didn't really try to put her in at all. 
But, and then he, like, even still was, like, I'm falling in love. I'm just, I just don't think screen time always equates to, like, because, like, I think people, I think, I mean, like, Victoria arguably had the most screen time of this entire season. Right, right. And obviously she doesn't go far. So I think it just kind of, de- I don't I don't think screen time is always a reliable factor, like, how far someone goes. Because there's just so many things you don't know behind the scenes of, like, and afterwards I feel like Bachelor and Bachelorettes are always, like, well, I didn't show them that much, but, like, we would send notes to each other, we'd send gifts to each other, and we'd, like, write to each other. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that go behind the scenes that it's just, like, you never really know. Yeah, I think I agree with that because one of the examples of that, I think, could be Lauren and Ari from Ari's season because everybody was surprised how far Lauren got from what I remember Um, because I don't think she got a lot of screen time or the editing wasn't great for her. So I do think the editing plays a huge part in telling us who goes far. But I do think there are some surprises. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. She's starting to get more now, so my hopes could be reversed. Um, well, why don't we move into Kit's one-on-one? Um, what were your guys' thoughts? Um, I thought it was fine. Like, I think she came off a lot more likable in this versus the other time she's been shown, mm-hmm. which is probably very good for her public image wise um but like it didn't really stand out to me or anything like that but I thought it was fine yeah I just honestly it felt so quick for a one-on-one it because did. we didn't get to see the night portion it was just like the cooking day yeah and did he give her a rose right I'm just trying to forget did he give her a rose out in the kitchen oh my god I don't even remember no, they were sitting down. Anyways. After they made the cookies, I think they sat down and, like, started talking. Uh, yeah, it just felt strange because, like, usually you get the day portion and then you get, you know, like, a dinner portion or, like, a night portion and then a dinner portion. Um, and it felt like it was just so rushed. Um, and there is a clip of Kit kissing him in a hot tub in, like, one of the early previews, so I don't know if that was from this date and they, like, cut it out, or if it's from a second one-on-one date. I definitely think we got to know more about Kit from this date, um, and I definitely sympathize with the fact that she's been in, like, the spotlight her entire life, because I can't imagine how difficult that must be. I definitely don't think her saying she grew up with, like, gold Bentleys and red carpets was totally necessary, to, like, add to the idea that she did grow up in the spotlight. Um, but she's so young, you know? And to yeah. grow up in the spotlight at a young age must be difficult. Um, so I think we got to know a lot more about her. I feel like I just wasn't, like, wowed by their connection. Like, I think they got mm-hmm. along. But I don't think I, like, saw anything super special that I was like, whoa, this girl's gonna make it, t- like, really, really far. I kind of was just like, okay, like, that was nice. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I really like yeah. those dates where it's kind of low-key. Like, last season, when Ivan and Tasha made food together, um, and it just felt like it was what they would do in, like, their everyday lives. I felt the same vibe here. So I really did like that. Because, I mean, sure, the other dates that are, like, super, like, like fancy and all that stuff can be, like, fun to watch. But I feel like this is actually, like, where you get to know a person, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I agree with both of that. Like, I, I liked the date itself, um, but also didn't really feel like there was 
like I, I I honestly just feel like he thinks she's really like pretty or cute, mm-hmm. but and it's like a physical attraction, but I don't really see like an emotional attraction there because it it doesn't really feel like they have like their backgrounds are so different, you know. I feel like it's kind of hard for them to relate to each other. Yeah. Do you guys want to move on to the Jasenia and MJ shenanigans? Yeah. What I'll say is interesting, just kind of before we get into the drama, is that. I think Jasenia might get a one-on-one because there's, like, a clip of her kissing Matt on a car (laughs) that looks like it's um, from a one-on-one, which is actually kind of surprising because, like, I just feel like she hasn't... Every time she's shown on screen, it's very much, like, in the drama Mm -hmm. and not really, like, in a romantic sense. Um, So I, like... I, I don't know. I just... I guess I thought it was interesting that, like, she was inserting herself into the drama more and the producers are like drawing that out especially if she is someone that does get a one-on-one mm-hmm. but she kind of like I think like her arc is going to be similar to Kit where like they're kind of like in the drama but they still they still are going to make it decently far mm-hmm. you know just based on like physical attraction but that that was just my one little like quick note about her <laughs> I really like Jasenia. I think I think what we were saying maybe an episode or two ago was that it was surprising that only Katie told Matt what was going on but I think we have to give credit where it's due, and it seems like Jasenia also talked to Matt. Um, and I don't know, I think she handles herself very well when they were sitting down and they were kind of just talking about it all, or like they were kind of like arguing with each other. Um, so I'm very interested to see what happens when Matt comes into it and how he views it, because obviously I think uh, we agree with Jasenia and her take on it, so I like her. I hope she stays on. Yeah, I always think it's really ironic when, like, MJ and, like, the Annas and Victorias of Bachelor contestants are always, like, you're calling my character in question? Like, how dare you? Like, that's such a personal attack. And yet they're the ones, like, going around calling everybody, like, hoes and bitches. And I'm just, like, there's there's literally not, like, a sane part of your brain. Like, how do you not understand, like, like you are doing exactly what you're saying is so despicable? I know. I just, like, I don't understand, like, why MJ is the way she is. She she was honestly so cool in, like, the first few episodes, and then she just went, like, off the tail end. I don't know what happened to her, but she, like, she just doesn't strike me as someone that, like, gets involved in the drama so much, you know? I mean, she does now, but, like, when, when we first met her, she just seemed like a really chill girl. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking this today. I was like, okay... I totally agree with Jasenia, but let me just, like, for the sake of just being bored while watching this, let me pretend, like, if I was MJ in this case, like, how would I react? And I was like, I guess if you don't see what you're doing as bad, you would react how she does, but at one point, you, like, she always talks about how she, like, leads by example or how she wants peace, but how does she not see that so much of what she's doing is the antithesis (laughs) of peace? I, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm kind of just like, come on. Like, you have to see that what's happening in the house is toxic and that you've played a role into it. And it's better that you take credit for it. Or I don't know if credit's the word. Or if you, if you take responsibility. Like, responsibility for it as opposed to just saying you're a peaceful person when a lot of people have seen something that isn't entirely that, if that makes sense. Right. And honestly, she hasn't been leading by example. She's just been, like, following Victoria around. And basically being yeah. her hype woman. So I'm like, you're not even, like, owning your own voice. Like, you 
basically were someone's like sheepdog. That's what I'm honestly curious about is that I feel like when Victoria entered, she was like universally disliked and she was just like so off-putting that I and she was she was the first one to be like I'm not here to make friends, like I'm here to I'm here for Matt. Um but I I'm like honestly just surprised that she's like actually managed to make friends and like actually managed to like pull like a decent amount of people on her side so that there's like this divide. Um, and I don't, like, just like I was saying earlier, like, you would think that people like MJ and, like, people like Kit and people like, um, Anna would want to not be on Victoria's side, you know? Like, I feel like if all these girls just banded together against her, like, what is she gonna do? (laughs) Right. But I think that also, like, shows, like, reflection on those people of who they are. Like, if you real, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, they banded with Victoria because on some level they related to her and like connected with her because they probably are kind of similar in some ways. Yeah. And maybe like, honestly, maybe it was also part of like fitting in just because if she got like one person on her side, you kind of just want to like fit in with everyone, with the rest of the group, you know? Um, And that's where I see people like, Abigail and people like Serena P when they laugh at some of those like really mean comments I think there a lot of it is like succumbing to like the group pressure and like trying to just fit in which is like I'm not saying is right I totally think is wrong (laughs) oh yeah but I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure especially with like when you come into a room with a bunch of people you don't know I mean I'm just thinking about myself like I'm such a people pleaser I mean I would never agree with Victoria or go along with what she's doing but I guess maybe like the laughing with it or something people are just scared to maybe go against her not that that's okay but maybe I also feel like you cannot laugh but not be antagonistic about it you know what I mean like I feel like if Mm -hmm. I sat there and I didn't want to speak up because obviously like you're nervous you don't know these people but if someone was like straight up attacking someone in the face and I didn't like have the courage to stand up I definitely would not laugh like I'd probably just be silent oh yeah the last thing I I just want to say is that like do you guys know how many one-on-ones there are left because I I thought someone had mentioned there was only two left but I know we get two we I know we get two next week oh like before they start repeating to like other women yeah um I don't know for sure maybe like four I don't know (laughs) just me throwing out a number though I have no idea I just I really just want to guess who gets it like I just think that's fun um so all right I'm gonna put my guesses out there for the pod all right we got we got well Piper definitely gets one next week because we, they showed her um and then I think Jasenia and then I think if there's two more then I, I still think Katie has a good shot of getting one. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then, who did I say last time? Brittany? Brittany or Abigail? That's my fourth. <laughs> All I care about is seeing more of Maggie on my screen because she's fucking amazing. And she did not get enough airtime. But, anyways, okay, I feel like there was just so much to talk about, but you know, it's getting late. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Woo! Um, well, thanks everybody for tuning in. I hope you had as much fun as we did recording this. And we'll catch you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Here for the Worst Reasons and on Twitter at Here for the Worst, where we 
I guess we pause live tweeting every Monday, but we will let you know when. Sorry. <laughs> we'll let you know when we resume that again. As always, trust the process and trust this podcast.